Hey, y'all. You're listening to Spiritual Freedom Podcast, and I'm your host, Susie. I'm glad you made it. So this is a safe space where we get to talk about anything and everything spiritual and metaphysical, but we're going to talk about it without the judgment, without the fear or religious guilt, and without losing any credibility. So let's open our hearts and our minds, and let's talk about the weird without being weird about it. Okay, so today's episode, we're going to go over how to make your summer travel a pilgrimage. <laughs> I don't know if you want that, but I'll just say it's worked really great for me. It's, it's brought this sense of healing into when I travel. And just a couple of simple ways, this is going to be a short episode about how to connect to a place and kind of ask for protection and healing. So I hope it helps you. All right, so stick with me, y'all. Okay, so I know in my intro I talked about summer plans, but really you can turn anything into a little mini pilgrimage slash release kind of moment, um, hailing moment. So summer is coming up for me and I'm making a a couple of small trips and uh, I thought, you know what, to make this a little bit more meaningful to help connect with the place, I'm going to just tell you what I'm going to plan to do. And feel free to use part, tweak it to what makes it you know, feel right for you. But if this is inspires you to do something like this, go for it. Rule number one, there are no rules. <laughs> okay. There's no correct set of rules on how we connect in terms of to a place. Like really all you need to be is to be there. If you found a leaf while you were there or a rock and you like grabbed it right there and like made a connection. And I'll talk about this in a second. Like, that's enough. You know, you don't have to go buy some expensive crystal or expensive trinket, um, you know, coin or anything like that. It's, it's, we're meant to have this connection without really anything outside of us. But these like activities or moments where we kind of have a, almost like a sacred ceremony that we create with divinity or source, it's, it's meant to just be simple. So know that that's really the best, you know, don't feel pressure on any of my recommendations. Um, I love crystals, so I have been using them and um, enjoying that and studying that over three or four years. I don't have any certification class or anything like that, but I just enjoy the hell out of them. And um, I often wear them. And keep in mind, you do not have to use crystals. You can choose anything. If you've got, you know, (laughs) pennies, I mean, that can work. You can bless those. It really doesn't matter. I mean, you can grab rocks from your backyard. You can make it real simple. Um, You could, like, grab a piece of paper, make small little pieces, and, like, write your either your first initial on it. I mean, you could really or just do a drawing, do hearts on it, and that you're going to leave the paper in different places. Like, literally, it can be anything. But it's this act of you throughout a travel dropping off kind of an appreciation of thankfulness uh, to source as you go along your journey. Um, For many car drives, I I love doing this, you know, during road trips because you have multiple stops. You can drop off a little thing at each time. Maybe not each and every time, but, you know, it's, it's been fun for me. Okay, so getting back to the road trip. I don't make a big ceremony every time when we stop at a rest stop. If I have multiple, you know, stops, but I feel like dropping some, you know, something, a a crystal or whatever trinket I brought with me, like I'll just literally leave it and I'll just say thank you as I place it on the ground. 
So that's how simple the drop-offs can be. As long as I've kind of blessed them and set my intention at home, which I'll just go over in a little bit, like it's ready. It's ready to be literally thrown out the window. Like it's okay. God knows what you're doing. Source knows and the energy knows. It doesn't matter. Like, but I, I, it is really rad to have kind of a moment to me at the ultimate destination, right? When you get to the your spot to have a little longer of a ceremony. And I say ceremony, but don't be freaked out. It's not that complicated or heavy. And it's fun. It's fun to interact with our environment. I think we're here for a reason. But getting back to the pilgrimage details. So like I said, especially on a car, um, a road trip, it's nice to have small ones. And really, size doesn't matter, guys. <laughs> it really doesn't in the crystal world. So get your whatever you want in terms of the crystals. If they're teeny tiny ones, that the if you go to a crystal shop and get that, great. Okay, so the first thing is to clean and bless your crystal or whatever object you chose for your pilgrimage or your sacred travel. So before your trip, if you've got enough time f- for this, you can use a moon a full moon in particular, to cleanse your object. It works great with crystals. I think you can do it with any object. Otherwise, you can just do a cleansing ceremony, and I'll get into those details. Okay, so full moons are a releasing event. Energetically, it releases energy. So anything you put out underneath the moonlight or under your windowsill, as long as the object is placed outside before the actual full moon event, and you can always Google for the next full moon event and find the time and you can figure out when to place that outside. Even if it's a funky time, just leave it out there for 24 hours is a safe way to do it. But just make sure the full moon event has not happened yet when you place them outside or on your windowsill or your balcony, whatever, you know, um, place that you can put it at where it could conceivably get moonlight. Doesn't matter if it's cloudy, like none of that matters. Your intention of putting something out for the moon to cleanse, like all these specifics, don't don't get caught up in it. Just put it out there with the intention of the universe, the 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 moon's energy releasing any negativity from that object and to cleanse it and to only surround it with love and light. That that is all you have to do. So you may want to say a prayer as you place them out, saying, you know, universe, God, source, whatever language is comfortable. Um, please remove all the negativity, um, any bad energy whatsoever from this object. And I ask that you just cleanse it and fill it with only positive love and light from the universe or for God or whatever. However you want to phrase that, whatever's comfortable, think of a short little thing and that's all you got to do. And then by the morning, you can grab it and it's good to go. I mean, cleansing anything before you using it is always a good practice in terms of you're using a divinity tool, pen, pendulum, anything like that, cards. That's why we, the cleansing process is really important because you don't know how many times it's been handled by another person, this object or whatever, especially if you bought, you know, crystal from a store, um, a lot of people touching it, you don't know, and you don't want your, you don't want other people's energy on something that's supposed to be connected to you. Okay, so if I do not have the time or the wherewithal to do the moon cleanse procedure, um, I then make it real simple. I do just a personal prayer and intention over these crystals. And basically what I do there is I get the crystals or objects that I'm going to use and put them in my hand and put my other hand on top of it and just honestly, I have like a little crystal spray that I get from Samantha Faye's website 
but I like having it has essential oils and that are, you know, it's supposed to be cleansing and, and beautiful and it smells great. So samanthafay.com is where I get that from. And that's S-A-M-A-N-T-H-A-F-E-Y.com. And she's great. She's on that uh, Psychic Teachers and Enlightened Empaths uh, podcast that I listen to. And she's wonderful. I've taken classes, uh, coaching back in the day. She was just, she's a great person to work with. But anyway, her sp- her uh, sprays are also great for crystal sprays to cleanse them. So I'll typically spray on it. And then I set my intention as I'm holding and closing over, putting my hand over on top too. And, and I just say, it's nothing big. It's just a, you know, God, please remove any and all negative energy from these crystals. And I ask for you to bless it with love and light and let only positive energy be in these crystals. And and then I kind of have a moment. I say, and crystals ask for you to be with me. Um, I'm going to be taking a journey to X place. And I would, would love to, for you to be my pilgrimage crystals. And then I ask God to guide us safely and... Let this trip be a wonderful healing time for me and the family or whoever else I'm going with. And that's it. And then I just kind of usually say amen because, you know, I was raised that way. It's so hard not to get that in my response plate. But um, you can say blessed be. You can say and so it is. Whatever is comfortable for you. And that's basically it. Then I kind of put my crystals in a bag that I will take with me in my purse. And then, the you know, when the trip comes, the fun begins. Um, You can make... Though, just so you know, that prayer, like, dude, it's on the fly. It's off the cuff. There's God knows your intention um, much more than you can even express it sometimes. So don't fear that you're phrasing something poorly. Like your spirit is totally open to source, to goddess, goddesses, whatever you believe in. Like that connection is, they see you and they know where your heart is and why you're doing it. So, but we're just trying to physically connect with that when we're speaking. So just, it's okay. And don't judge yourself if you feel like you said something poorly. I do that a long, a lot of times. I'm like, oh, let me start over God. Sorry. <laughs> it's okay. It really is. I give myself such a hard time when I don't need to. Go have fun and deliver your crystals. Show proof of life everywhere you are, you know, as you go along the, your travels. I love it. I think it's a great thing. Um, and there's no judgment on where you leave it. I mean, I have had it at so many rest stops. I've just dropped crystals and maybe they're not going to stay there. Maybe some dog's going to eat it or some kid's going to pick it up. I don't care. Like That's not the, it wasn't supposed to be there till the end of time. You know what I mean? It's just the act of doing that, even in that one moment. And if the wind sweeps it away or gets caught in a <laughs> in a mower, I don't give a shit. I've done what I need to do. But so it's really fun to like intuitively leave it. And I've left it outside a rock garden parking lot kind of area out at a many <laughs> multiple fast food restaurants. So it's kind of funny. And then you get to your spot and then you can have, like I said, either small drop offs. You can just like when I do it really quick, like I'm just saying, you know, thank you, God. And I'm leaving it right. Like I'm d- making it really quick. But my longer ceremony that I typically will do when I get somewhere will be, of course, usually a natural space for me because that's where I like it. You know, it's not going to be at a downtown area. But if you're kind of like loving the city thing, 
go with what resonates. And I just try to find a private space where I can, you know, and intuitively, do I put it in this creek? Do I put it in this river? Do I put it in this lake? Do I do I dig a few inches down and put it in this, you know, just hillside? Um, you just go with what you feel is right. And it's going to be right. But in that moment, I typically, when I sit down or whatever to the earth space where I'm kind of like um, actually at to place the crystal, I do like to do my protection practices. So I'll surround myself with love and light. And I imagine myself surrounded by this beautiful little rainbow bubble that's about a foot or so around me in every way of my body, you know, from head to toe that protects me and that only allows um, God or source information to come in. So I'm only receiving protected messages, like no other bad stuff can get through because my intention sets this protection. So that's what I do with that. And then I also ground into the earth. And I've talked about both of these in previous podcasts a little more in detail. But the quick version of how I ground into the earth in that moment, and yeah, you can do it so quickly. It doesn't have to be a real long <laughs> process. Um, I usually will have... I close my eyes typically, and then I'll I'll think of my root chakra. So I I like the root chakra. If you ever Google the chakras, and you'll see the the different lights or the colors, the little circle of colors of um, from the seven chakras. The root is the bottom. It's like basically at your tailbone. So yeah, literally, I'm imagining a a red laser beam that shoots out of my tailbone, my ass, whatever. <laughs> it's kind of funny when you think of it that way. Um, and it shoots into the middle of the earth. And the middle of the earth to me, you know, is like lava, magma, whatever, lava, anyway, magma. And then uh, at the very middle is like this beautiful, like white star is what I think in my head. And I see that red beam kind of circling it a few times. And then it kind of goes back up and it, sh- and it comes back into my root chakra. So yeah, it's kind of hilarious that I think of, you know, I'm shooting this beam down into the earth and it comes right back up in me. It's just it's hilarious. I don't know. I'm I laugh at some weird shit apparently, but um, that is about the energy exchange. So the, <clears throat> When I have too much energy, nervousness, excitement, I can shoot that out of out of my body so I can settle down in that moment and let the earth, you know, take it in that process where she can use it to create volcanoes, to help seeds in the earth sprout and bust the damn seed cap, you know, <laughs> it's like that kind of stuff. Um, it's not bad. Don't feel bad. You're not giving the earth the meanness you're giving the earth the power like she transmutes it to the power in my view in my opinion which you know maybe i'll find out later i'm wrong but (laughs) that i've been beaten up on the poor earth but i really don't think so in my heart it feels right to connect and then on the you know opposite end when i'm depleted or if i need healing um i have felt such wonderful peace and healing moments when i've connected and i knew i didn't have anything i was given on my end it was like you know, just had a moment and then I felt the earth kind of love on me and then can fill me up, you know, and it's a beautiful exchange. So that, that beam is kind of like a send off and then a return beam for me. You can do it, whatever feels right. If it feels wrong for you to have a return beam up your ass, then don't do it. It's okay. God knows where you're at. It's, it really is okay. And um, yeah, so I ground sometimes it's hard for me to get an imagery of that sometimes. Um, I try to see it going through the dirt, like ma- miles and miles and miles. You know, I try to zoom out in the earth, 
and look down at the earth from the sky or out in space and like see little Susie here in the North Pacific Northwest. And there's that beam going to the middle and see, Oh, it's such a long beam into the earth. You know, just, I try to like incorporate an image multiple ways. So I kind of feel like, okay, I'm in. And then sometimes I hum so I can kind of feel that descent into the earth. So I kind of low hum, hum, (laughs) such a bad hummer (laughs) down into the earth to kind of feel that. Right. Um, so anyway, I'm just throwing these ideas. So protect, ground, and then you set an intention for that moment. And I usually do something simple like, God, I just, I hit. my intention is to connect with my, I say, my highest guides and my highest self and, and God and all, and only for the highest and best of everyone involved to help to heal, to love, and to serve. And then I usually say, Amen. And then I'll have a quiet moment of just receiving information and maybe just sit there and breathe for five minutes. Some five minutes might be 15, depending on, you know, the situation, how much time I could be alone. It may not be, but very long. Um, But I just kind of get out the crystal and I put it where I want to put it. And then I try to sit and continue in quiet. And maybe I'll have a notebook and I can make little notes on what information I get. I think in, uh, when I did it once in Hawaii, I just didn't have a notebook with me. And um, I sat there quiet. I mean, I didn't even, I was in such a weird energy space. I really couldn't even receive meditation messages at that time. I was just having a hard time with my energy and some things that were going on in my background. So <clears throat> all I could do was be quiet um, and kind of hear the, I was at this like Bay Area, with, like some rocks. I would have like the lapping of waves against the the rocks and oh man, it almost wants to bring me to tears right now. Um, I uh, just started, I had my eyes closed and I just was like sitting there. I don't remember how long I was, maybe five minutes. <laughs> I really don't know. And I opened my eyes and I happened to look look at right where the waves were lapping. And there is this big old, you know, sea turtle right there. And uh, yeah, dude, seven, eight feet away from this big ass, beautiful sea turtle. I mean, I just was like, thanks, dude. God, I could not, I could not connect in that moment. And God met me. So it was really nice. And I just, I don't know, it was like an indescribable little healing in that little moment. This whole process might surprise you. And I hope it surprises you in a really wonderful healing way. God or source or whatever, ancestors, Mother Earth, I mean, they all speak so softly. And we have to settle down to hear it and not be in the throes of, you know, a lot of times I, I use activity to kind of cover it up. Um, like I do a sport so I can kind of, you know, yeah, I'll, I'll see the beautiful beauty of skiing, but I'm I'm skiing down a mountain, you know, I'm not like, I'm not in quiet, you know what I mean? Like sometimes I just need to sit on the fucking mountain and just be still. So if this helps you do that <laughs> in whatever way that works for you during the your travels at any time, of course, but especially with the summer coming up, um, I hope it's wonderful. I hope you get some wonderful messages and I hope you get some deep healing. So that's basically my my big ceremony. It's It's obviously not even that big. I just have a moment just to thank God, make my little intention, maybe have a prayer. Sometimes I might, you know, have a little pr- active prayer, but I, the important part is to have a moment of quiet. 
So have a quiet moment in response. You're connecting to that point. And so once I've kind of done that, and then I've come home, say, from a trip, that ex- that little connection time um, will come back to me when, uh, I mean, at various times, like I, I love Hawaii. So that time I've left a crystal off of Maui, it was just like, I I will think about like needing gentleness or just healing in my heart and I'll just kind of be quiet. I swear to God, I can feel, I can see, cause I threw it in like the little bay in the actual lapping water area um, before that sea turtle showed up. And, and I think about that little beautiful, um, I think I, I used a green aventurine. So it's light green. It's really pretty and healing. I just think of healing green and blue whenever I think of Hawaii. So those are the colors I chose for that trip. Um, and so I'm adding a little add on here when you're choosing your crystals, kind of go about the color. You don't, you don't have to be scientific about it. You don't have to look at which one is for like releasing past lives. Let me go research, which crystal, I mean, go to the store. If you see a red crystal, grab a red crystal and that, that feels like the right color for that trip. Do it. Just be open for it. Um, or choose whatever trinket that, you know, if it's a little medallion of St. Christopher or St. Whatever, go with what you're led with. Um, but yeah, like uh like I'll kind of think about that crystal in the water. And it's like calming energy that just kind of comes back to me. It just feels like love. And it's kind of like from Mother Earth, but in a different spot. There's a vibration or a little feeling in Hawaii that kind of comes along with it that's different from say feelings I've had when I lived outside of Houston. So, it there's something to it. You know, places have vibes and I think most people will agree with that. But leaving a crystal or a, an object and having a ceremony in that place is kind of like you're asking the universe or God to connect you with the vibe of that place, uh, but the good parts of it. You're not asking for the bad parts to be attached to you. You're asking for the healing, um, the regeneration quality, the uh, whatever transformation quality of the area, like whatever energy, you know, we're talking about the good stuff. You can then, when you're back at your house or your home, think of that moment, connect with that feeling of that place, and try to call that into your heart center to help you get out of a funk if you get into a funk later on. And we all do. So that's what I do. I think of Hawaii during my funk at home. (laughs) And I think about that stone and where I placed it and seeing that sea turtle and it just all like comes to my heart space and fills me up with honestly peace and happiness on where I'm at exactly where I'm at even if my life's being a little funky at the time <laughs> like you don't have to wait to be happy you don't have to have things lined up in your life and solved and x amount in your bank account and you know x y and z house purchased like you don't have to have shit in 3D and be able to connect energetically and just be like, yeah, man, I'm cool. And I feel that energy, I feel the healing and and I realize I'm happy just where I'm at. So I hope that connection continues to give you love and support when you have a moment and you're like, I need that. I need that vacation again. Let me connect to that crystal or wherever that trinket was and just think about that land or that spot and get the vibration of that place back, kind of back in your heart chakra so that it helps. It helps you where you're at. And that would be it, guys. I mean, 
I've talked long enough for a short episode. (laughs) So I'm about to go into my recommendations, but I hope you have a wonderful time traveling um, safely as we dip our toes back into, I hate saying normalcy. It doesn't feel like normalcy. Um, Dip our toes back into getting out and about. Uh, And I wish you guys all the blessings. Okay, you spiritual book nerds, here I have two recommendations for you this time. One is called The Four Agreements, and it's by Don Miguel Ruiz, R-U-I-Z. The other one is The Alchemist, A-L-C-H-E-M-I-S-T, and it's by Paulo Coelho. I think that's how you pronounce it. And it's C, his last name is C-O-E-L-H-O. Anyway, they're great books, so give them a shot. It's summer. Read for crying out loud. And I don't know why, but this time I don't have any podcasts or YouTube channels to suggest to you. I I kind of am taking a technology, I wouldn't say I call it a total break, um, but I'm really trying to cut it down so I can um, be more in tune with my intuition. And so let me just throw that out there as your spiritual practice, like, Reduce it by 10%. Do something in the 3D. Get a plant to love. um, Go on walks more. Do something like that. That's the spiritual practice. All right. So that's the end of this episode. I hope you guys have a wonderful time in your sacred travel, either this summer or whenever. And I'm honored that you guys listened to this episode. I hope it brought you some peace, understanding, or truth. And also remember, the universe sees you trying. And it's all good, man. Thanks for listening, y'all. Take care. Take care.